So today we're speaking with Eric Fenson, Sr., CEO of Plating Resources Incorporated, and we're going to be talking about the their buffered sulfate adjuster product in today's Tech Talk. But uh, for those who may not know, uh, Eric, can you give us a little background on Plating Resources and all that you all offer the uh, finishing industry? Sure, Tim, I'd love to, and I appreciate the uh, um, the courtesy in, in having me on and talk about mm-hmm. this thing. Um, our lineage, the company Plating Resources, goes back to 1931, founded by my grandfather. So we actually have been in business a little over 90 years. Mm. Uh, we're veteran-owned, and we're now in our fourth generation. Mm. Uh, our company specializes in a small niche of the electroplating industry, and that's hard chrome plating. Uh, we have a line of chemicals, services, technology, again, all aligned for the hard chrome. And... The reason we focus on that is because we see hexavalent hard chrome being critical for America's uh, industry and for her defense. So and that's that's what we specialize in. And we have a full line of products, including uh, engineered plating equipment, um, turnkey plating systems, uh, complete line of chemicals, including uh, high purity chromic acid, uh, catalysts, buffers, various bath additives, strippers, anode cleaners, surface activators, and so forth. And we also supply uh, lab equipment and reagents to platers that want to do their own analysis in-house. And uh, finally, our last product uh, in the product line is Microtuff, and that's a polymer that's applied after plating, after chroming, that increases the uh, corrosion resistance and the lubricity of the deposit. So that's our product line. In our service package, uh, we do bath analysis, obviously. We have laboratory services. Uh, we provide on-site and off-site technical assistance, uh, design containment systems, and zero-discharge recovery systems, and also do system upgrades and uh, system evaluations for customers. Gotcha. And our latest package is the um, uh, sustainable hard chrome, which I think mm-hmm. you featured before, and I very much appreciate it where essentially there's zero chrome discharge out of the stack or uh, everything is recovered and recaptured, recycled, and reused. Um, and our goal was to essentially hit zero. So regardless of what the uh, regulators do, they, they can never get down to zero. So the right. X-chrome platers are going to be are going to be in good shape, safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, that's one of the things I've heard you talk about and read about is that uh, your contention is using hex chrome is really – uh, used properly. That's the used properly with proper procedures is fine, right? It it can be and it can meet uh, the rules and requirements uh, set down by. It. So uh, and and really a lot of finishers probably are not using it correctly or not having it set up correctly. And if they do, they should be able to meet the uh, re- uh, regulations. Correct? That's correct. They can. Uh, like I say, their stack discharges are zero. Employees uh, on the OSHA PEL tested up to like 150 times below the PEL level. And all this is done without having to use a fume suppressant. Right. So it's all in the design and the proper operation of the plating system. Right. Yeah. And I would encourage anybody to go to plating, uh, plating.com and look at some of your literature, look at some of the things you've got, because you, you fully explained that to some people. But but let's move on to the buffered sulfate adjuster. I thought that was quite interesting in reading uh, some of the background. So let's talk about that. Uh, you know, it's it's adding sulfate to hexavalent chrome plating baths. Uh, tell us what the product does and the advantages that it has for shops. Sure. Well, as uh, 
most everyone in this industry knows that a, a small amount of sulfate is needed in the chrome bath. Uh, without sulfate being present there, there wouldn't be any chrome deposition. Um, and the sulfate is there is a ratio to the chromic acid. And that ratio can be anywhere from 80 to 1 to uh, almost up to 300 to 1, depending on the bath type and any other catalyst used. Um, what's critical is maintaining that ratio. Uh, the sulfate has historically been, been gathered by using concentrated sulfuric acid. And there's, there's some problems with that we discovered over the years. And for the first part, sulfuric is very corrosive. So it's dangerous to store. It's dangerous to handle. Uh, it's also very exothermic. And by that, I mean, it gives mm-hmm. off a substantial amount of heat when you add it to a water-based solution, which a chrome bath is. Um, in fact, uh, the, the, um, exothermic nature is so bad. We've seen cases where if the operator adds it too fast, it actually boils back, almost mm-hmm. boils instantly at the, at the best surface and splashes mm-hmm. back in, in, on the operator's face. And obviously that's not a good thing. It's very right. dangerous. Uh, so we were looking over the years for better ways to handle it. And that included, Maybe just adding it to a cold bath and add it slowly and then distribute it evenly. And all those things help. But, you know, people being what they are, they're invariably in a hurry. Right. Um, that's usually you, say, that's yeah, you say it's even hard, hard to measure, correct? It's even hard to measure it properly sometimes. It is because the uh, sulfuric acid is so concentrated mm. and the amount needed is, is so critical that it's very, very easy to overshoot it. Mm. And when you do that, it really messes up the bath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How how long have you been researching this? Uh, it, it's been around. I mean, this issue has been around for a while, right? How, how long have you been? You said you, you kind of started looking at what alternatives do we have? You know, the issue goes back to when I started in like 1961. It's been ever since. <laughs> uh, we've been looking for ways to get around it. We tried um, pre-diluting the sulfuric acid so that uh, that helped with its exothermic issues. They could add it safely. But it was still corrosive and it was still difficult to measure. So it didn't solve the problem. Um, we started researching the, this buffered uh, additive uh, about a year and a half or so ago. Uh, it was in the lab for a little over a year and we finally had some test sites out in the field and proved very, very successful. All right. Uh, so tell us about the, you know, the steps for a, a new bath makeup. What, what are some of those, mm-hmm. in, in, you know, in using the, uh, the, the adjuster with that? Well, making up a new bath is a little complicated than a lot of people think it is. And um, there's actually two phases. There's a preparation phase and then there's the actual bath makeup phase. And I'm going to refer to my notes here because so, there's a lot sure. of steps. I don't want to miss mm-hmm. any. Um, sure. I I presume we're starting with an existing tank that's been uh, it's contaminated, has to be pumped out, and, and therefore mm-hmm. be replaced. So the first thing to do is to don any personal protection equipment. Make sure you've got that on. Uh, once the tank is pumped out, you want to remove the anodes, uh, clean them, and then you want to remove any debris that might be in the tank, which typically is anode sludge, um, maybe some drop parts, etc. Mm-hmm. And then while the tank is empty, before you anything, let's take a look at the equipment. Let's inspect the tank liner, the anodes, the cooling coils, the heaters, agitation, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
uh, once all that's done, then it's probably a good idea to clean and retorque the uh, copper bus bars. Mm. So now we're ready to go. And as far as the bath makeup, the first thing you would do is want to fill a tank about two-thirds full with uh, pure water, RODI-type water. Make sure there's no impurities in it. Uh, and then turn on the ventilation, the agitation systems. And the next thing to do is to add the chromic acid. Uh, I back up a little bit. If we're going to use liquid chrome, I would add that before adding the water, just so the volume doesn't get out of hand. Hmm. Uh, then you want to add any catalysts, any buffers, etc., bath additives, etc. And finally, the buffered sulfate adjuster. But I would recommend that they only add like 90% of the calculated amount because there's frequently sulfate in, sometimes in the water supply if they don't use mm. pure water. And also in the chromic acid, uh, there's almost always some sulfate in the chrome. So if they added 100%, they would always end up being high. So we like to add only 90% initially. And then once the bath is all mixed up and agitated, typically for about an hour or so, Take a bath sample and have it analyzed for all the ingredients, chrome, catalyst, and sulfate, and make any final uh, additions. And there's more, more than likely they're going to need a small amount of extra bulfate uh, uh, adjuster. Gotcha. Uh, and like you said, you, you know, a lot of it is very critical measuring and, 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 and following proper steps, right? I mean, and, and some people get away from that, uh, and that's what causes a lot of the problems. I'm probably you've seen that over the years where you've kind of, they've drifted a little bit, right? They've drifted from, from the procedures and, and measurements. Yeah, and well, actually, when we have a customer that needs to make up a new bath, we actually uh, type out a very detailed procedural list for them to do. They can follow step by step. Just to make mm -hmm. sure they don't overlook anything and make sure the calculations, uh, the chemicals are right and everything. Right. Okay. Yeah. And like I said, you, you mentioned earlier about why you came up with this product. You kept seeing this issue kind of uh, uh, come up. Uh, is this what shops were asking you to do is kind of help them solve this a little bit of, uh, again, the, you know, it sounds like a lot of it may have been you know, a little bit of operator error, but, but really making it precise so that, uh, you know, the, these bass are really dialed in uh, and using this adjuster, uh, buffer sulfate adjuster, seems like it would be exactly that. It answers that need to really dial it in and have it very precise. Uh, it is, and because it's a dry powder, it's very easy to, to measure. A simple scale is all you need. Uh, right. They could almost hit the sulfate number dead nuts on the head. Right, right. And so uh, anybody that wants to order this, I mean, they can certainly uh, visit uh, plating.com, uh, talk to you a little bit more. I'm sure you're, you're willing to kind of talk to them about the issues that they have, but they can they can reach out to you that way, correct, through your, uh, through your website? Absolutely. We do a lot of, lot of tech service and, uh, our whole goal is to help the plating industry, help the hard chrome industry.